Topic 2.7 Comparison of Economic Exchange Wealthy merchants bring in big cargoes which they unload and unhesitantly send into the markets without thinking in the meantime of any security or checking the account or keeping watch over the goods. Abdu Razak, Description of Calicut, 1442 The essential question, what were the similarities and differences among the various networks of exchange in the period from 1200 to 1450? Calicut was known as the City of Spices, a market city where merchants traded their goods for pepper and cinnamon from India and a variety from other areas as well. In some ways, such as its ability to provide security and the diversity of people who patronised the markets, Calcutta was like other big trading cities along the well-travelled trade routes. In other ways, such as the type of currency it used and how the polity or governmental unit made money on trade, it differed from trading cities elsewhere. The similarities and differences among trading cities were also reflected in the larger trading networks. Similarities among networks of exchange Several major trading networks connected people in Africa, Europe and Asia in the years 1200 and 1450. The Silk Roads through the Gobi Desert and mountain passes in China and Central Asia to Southwest Asia and Europe, on which merchants tended to specialize in luxury goods. The monsoon-dependent trade routes in the Indian Ocean, linking East Asia with Southeast Asia, South Asia and Southwest Asia, on which merchants exchange goods too heavy to transport by land. The Trans-Saharan trade routes from North Africa and the Mediterranean Basin across the desert to West and East Africa, on which merchants traded salt from North Africa with gold from kingdoms south of the desert. While each exchange network had its own unique characteristics, all were similar in their origins, purpose and effects. Origins Interregional trade began well before the Common Era as agrarian cultures consolidated into stable settlements. The trade that flourished between 1200 and 1450 built on the routes these early traders and conquerors first traced. As kingdoms and empires expanded, so did the trade routes they controlled and travelled. The post-classical trading networks also needed the stability of established states to grow and expand. Stable kingdoms, caliphates, city-states or empires assured merchants that the routes and the merchant themselves would be protected, which is why wealthy merchants in Calcutta could walk away from their cargoes knowing they would not be stolen. Stable politics also supported technological upgrades that made trade more profitable. Nautical equipment such as a magnetic compass and a latin sail, high-yielding strains of crops and saddles to allow the carriage of heavy loads or goods. Purpose 
The trading network shared an overall economic purpose to exchange what people were able to grow or produce for what they wanted, needed, or could use to trade for other items. In other words, their purpose was primarily economic. However, as we have discussed, people exchange much more than just products. Diplomats and missionaries also travelled the trade routes, negotiating alliances and prioritising for converts. Together, merchants, diplomats and missionaries exchange ways of life as well as economic goods. The effects. All the exchange networks also experience similar effects. Because of the very nature of a network which can be described as a fabric of cords crossing at regular distances, knotted for strength at the crossings, the trade routes all gave rise to trading cities, the knots that held the network together. The growth of trading cities gave rise to other effects of trade networks, centralization. Malacca, for example, grew wealthy from the fees levied on ships and cargo passing through the Strait of Malacca. To prevent piracy, Malacca used its wealth in part to develop a strong navy, an endeavour that required centralised planning. Trading cities along each of the trade routes underwent similar developments, using their wealth to keep the routes and cities safe. Another aspect of trade in the cities that encouraged centralization was the desire for a standardized currency. Widely accepted currencies spread up transactions and enabled merchants to measure the value of products. Differences among exchange networks Despite their similarities, the networks of exchange were different in some ways, especially in the goods they exchanged. The nature of the routes and transportation, the technology they inspired, and the religion that they spread. The trading networks also had unique currencies and commercial practices. For example, at one time silk was not only a commodity, but also a currency. In places in Southeast Asia, tin ignots were used as currency standard. West African states used cowrie shells as currency. In time, however, states shifted to a money economy based on gold and other metal coins. To make commerce less bulky, the Chinese invented flying cash and established the precursors of banks, including the practice of extending credit. Social Implications of Networks of Exchange The rising demand for luxury goods spurred efforts to make production more efficient than it had been. China went through a period of proto-industrialization as it sought to meet the demand for iron, steel and porcelain. New business practices such as partnerships for sharing the risk of investment began to emerge. The production of goods such as textiles and porcelain in China and spices in South and Southeast Asia increased to meet demands. As the amount of goods increased, the volume of trade on maritime trade routes began to supersede that of overland trade routes. Larger ships were needed as well as improved navigational knowledge and technology. Labour the demand for labour rose along with the growing demand for products. 
The form of labor from earlier periods continued. Free peasant farmers, craft workers, or artisans in cottage industries, people forced to work to pay off debts, and people forced into labor through enslavement. Trade in slaves was common along the Indian Ocean and Trans-Saharan routes. Large-scale projects, irrigation canals, military defenses, great buildings, called for the work of thousands of organized laborers. Kinship ties often played a role in coordinating these large-scale products. An observer in the Bashiran Empire in Insdia in the 1300s describes the work of a completing a giant reservoir. In the tank I saw so many people at work that there must have been 15 or 20,000 men looking like ants so that you could not see the ground on which they walked. So many there were. In this tank the king portioned out amongst his captains, each of whom had the duty of seeing the people placed under him did their work and that the tank was finished and brought to completion. The narrative of Domingo Pass, 1520-22. Social and Gender Structures The typical social structure during the period between 1200 and 1450 was still defined by class or caste, and societies with rare exceptions remained patriarchies. There were, however, areas where women exercised more power and influence. For example, even though the vast Mongol Empire was a patriarchy, Mongol women had somewhat more freedom than women in most other parts of Afro-Eurasia. Mongol women moved about freely and refused the burqa from the west and foot binding from the east. Women were also often top advisors to the great Kong. In Europe, women worked as farmers and artisans and had their own guilds. In Southeast Asia, women were skilled in the practices of the marketplace, operating and controlling marketplaces as representatives of powerful families. Outside of these limited areas, however, women within the major regions still experienced far fewer opportunities and freedoms than men in virtually all aspects of life. Environmental Processes the interconnections that spurred so much vibrant economy and cultural exchange also led to steep population decline as merchants, diplomats and missionaries transferred the bubonic plague and other infectious diseases along the trade routes. The plague, named the Black Death, contributed to the decline of once great cities such as Constantinople. Most believe that at least a third of Europe's population died during this period. China experienced outbreaks in the 1330s and 1350s, causing tens of millions of deaths. Changes in trade networks led to cultural diffusion and the development of educational centers in cities such as Canton, Simaklan, Timbuktu, Cairo and Venice. Political instability and increased agriculture strain the environment. For example, soil erosion from deforestation or overgrazing forced growing populations to migrate to other areas. Mm -hmm.